love has done its part And let him reign in my life and my heart If love has done its part Welcome to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We are glad you are listening today and hope you find words of healing, insight, and restoration. Shadow of His Wings Ministry was founded by Lee and Shay Preston and born out of God's vision for setting captives free. If you would like to support us in the work we do, please visit www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate. Today on Healing Hidden Wounds, Lee is talking with Jonathan Darty, director of Be Broken Ministries. Let's listen in as Lee and Jonathan discuss the ins and outs of recovery from sexual brokenness. This week, Lee, I think you wanted to talk to us a little bit about how you might approach the parents or friends of those who have just announced or have made it known they're gay. They believe they're homosexual. Um, first of all, what is what have you seen in your in your practice and in your own experience is the typical response that parents or friends have when that person comes out and says, listen, I am gay, this is who I am? Usually it's a, a, a shock response, Jonathan. It's, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is happening. Why is this happening to our family? What do we do now? Uh, don't you know this is wrong? Don't you know that's not what God has made you to be? This is a sin. Then they begin usually showing the child um, the verses in the Bible that speak directly against homosexual sin and they kind of talk to them about, you just need to stop doing this. This is not who you are. And one way or the other, the child may hear, but the child may walk away saying, I just can't talk about this anymore. And that's where the danger comes in. How, how, often, how often does it happen that a child says, I'm gay, and the first response a parent has is to hug their child? Not very often. Why do you think that is? I think because of fear. I think because of broken expectations. You know, every parent, and I acknowledge that to parents everywhere, every parent has expectations and dreams for their kids. And the minute they hear that word gay, there goes out the door and out the windows all of the dreams of grandkids and a, a wife or, or a husband and uh, the 2.3 kids and the mm -hmm. dog and the cat and the picket fence and them visiting their grandkids all those expectations go out the window at that point. And then I think not only the fear of those expectations being gone, but now you also have to look at the fear of just shame. What are my friends going to think? What are my pastor going to think? What is my Sunday school teacher going to think? Uh, here I've got this child now who says they're gay. It reflects directly back on me as a parent. And what do I do with that now? How do I tell people, oh my gosh, this is what my son or my daughter has chosen for themselves. So how would you walk a family through this or even a friendship through this uh, where it's it's become known this these parents or friends are kind of going through that, that shock state uh, of, of learning this information? Um, 
what would be some of the initial things that you would coach this family or these parents and friends through that would be most beneficial for for not only the the person who's uh, declared their gayness, but but also for the parents and the the friends as well. I mean, what's kind of the the best approach to dealing with this information? Well, I think usually I think the most important thing is to kind of help the parents kind of calm back down, come back down to earth a little bit. And remember, what we try to reemphasize on most of our broadcasts here is that the homosexual was not made that way. They were not born that way. They've had some hurt in their life that has led them to that belief. And so knowing that God loves them just as much as he used to before they decided they were gay also helps. God is also deeply involved in this situation here. And helping those parents understand that just because... The child says that's who they are doesn't necessarily mean that's who they are, but they do feel that way. And to begin arguing with them and trying to throw at them uh, verses or consequences of their sin is not going to really change the way they feel. And to try to help them understand that this is like any other addictive sin or addictive sin area where it changes God's best and it's not God's best. That addictive sin, if they came to you and said, you know, I'm participating I'm in alcohol, I'm drinking too much alcohol, would you say, well, here's the verses that show that you shouldn't do that? No, you'd start trying to get them help, but you'd let them know that I love you just the way you are. I just know that that's not God's best for you. So I, I'm a parent. Let's say let's say my, my oldest comes up to me and says, you know, Dad, I'm gay. And, and you know, I go through the typical shock and panic and 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 maybe I try to show her why that's all wrong. Are you telling me that I am just to sit on the sidelines and that that I'm just to let her do whatever she wants and even when I know that that's not the best for her? I don't think we should sit on the sidelines. And uh, I what I would offer is not sitting on the sidelines but accepting her and loving her even in her sin, and acknowledging to her that, you know what, I'm going to always love you no matter what. You know how we believe, and you know how we believe this is not your best or God's best for you. And then helping her to try to see other opportunities. Usually the hurt comes from the fact that somewhere along the line, parental love wasn't quite right. Not trying to blame the parents here, but just trying to say at some point there was a, a breakdown in acceptance there. And so if we begin immediately saying, you're wrong, this is not who you are, you need to stop this, you just need to be put in the in your room and we'll keep you there until you decide otherwise. Well, that just plays into the pattern of the original wound probably in the first place, right? Exactly. So. And so that kid needs to feel like, at least on some level that I'm loved unconditionally here. Because unfortunately, I think the root to a lot of the pain here and what may have caused the hurt in the first place is more of a conditional love that was shown in the family versus the unconditional love. Again, not trying to offend anybody, but letting them at least have an opportunity to look at what happens in families about we love our kids as long as they fill in the blank, make straight A's, have the perfect life, don't have problems, those sorts of things. So what you're saying is when a parent finds out 
you know, when their when their child tells them I'm gay, it sounds to me like you're saying this is actually an opportunity for them to maybe for the first time in their lives as a parent exercise unconditional love for their child. Exactly. Where maybe as in the past, like you said, it's always been based on you meet these certain expectations that I have for you and I will display my love for you. And when they don't, that love is withheld. So you're saying, as you're as we're speaking to parents who are listening, you know, if your child's come up to you and said that you're gay, this is a prime opportunity for you to shift your thinking in maybe how you approach your child in terms of placing conditions on your love for them. And not to say that this isn't a huge one uh, that that is going to really be a challenge for a lot of parents to overcome in terms of removing those conditions that they've had in their love relationship for their kid. Well, it's a huge one, and you're right. It's It's one that hits parents at their core. You know, I do not want my child to be this way, and so I must tell them not to be that way, and then they'll stop. Just like when I told them don't steal from the grocery store when you just want a piece of candy, and they stopped. Uh, they should do this as well. But unfortunately, this is tied very much deeper into their feeling and who they are as far as how they grew up and in the hurts that they encountered as they grew up. And if you if you look at, in the Bible, we never saw Jesus meet people after they were well. He met them right in the middle of their sin. And he didn't bother to change them at first, but his love is what changed them. And that's what I believe he asks us to do, is to help our kids see pure love. And then they will begin to say, okay, so you love me regardless. You just don't want me to stay this way. No, I accept you the way you are. I don't want you to have less than what God's best is. And God's best is for you to not be struggling with this sin right now, but we still love you anyway. Now, how do you, you know, I can already hear, hear the parents out there who are currently in this situation saying, listen, my, you know, my son has been, has declared himself being gay for the last 10 years. He hasn't changed his lifestyle. In fact, it's gotten worse. And now in, in every time the holidays come around or every time a birthday comes around, he's wanting us to participate in his behavior by saying, letting his partner stay at our house or letting, I mean, are you telling me, Lee, there's no boundaries that I'm to have with my child in, in, in loving them and, and not, and yet not accepting their behavior? I mean, is there, is there a boundary to be, are there boundaries to have in this relationship or how does that work? I think there are definitely boundaries and I would offer to, I would offer to every parent that they have to determine what boundary is best for their home. And that may mean that, you know what, you are allowed to bring your partner over to the house for a birthday, for Christmas, to Thanksgiving, but you aren't allowed to stay in the same room together. Or you're allowed to, we'll meet at a restaurant, uh, you're allowed to come over anytime you want. If you want to bring your partner, we'll meet somewhere for dinner. Uh, personally, I believe that at some point you're going to have to, or at least a parent is going to have to to accept that child where they are, because if there's even the slightest bit of hypocrisy there, then that child knows it real quick and knows exactly that the gay community will accept him 100 or her 100%. Whereas if the family doesn't, then you begin to set up 
some hypocrisy there. Do you really love me exactly the way I am? And so you're telling me you don't love my partner? And I think there's an issue there to at least at least look at, is how do we accept this person into our home without accepting the sin? And I think that would be like any sin. You know, we would accept the person in, but we would constantly keep in mind that this isn't the best for my son or my daughter and try to help them see the true love of Christ and 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 pray. And so it sounds to me like this is placing an enormous um, burden of patience on a parent or even a friend um, to to basically just wait. I mean, what you're making it sound like is a parent's role in this is to keep loving and keep loving and keep loving and keep loving and and with really no uh, end in sight in the sense of trying to manipulate changes in behavior. Right. Because we really can't manipulate our kids to change. We might try. Which and probably I mean, pushes them away even more. Which pushes them away even more. And they may change their behavior while they're in our presence. But don't we really want them to change their heart for eternity? And if we only worry about whether that child is perfect on the outside while not showing them unconditional love, period, then what we get is we get a child who may be a perfectionist or may be a good kid to our face, but behind our back they're struggling with deep-seated pornography addiction, uh, other compulsive uh, uh, masturbation, uh, drugs, alcohol, and all those things are kept very secret because mom and dad can't know this. That's why a lot of the folks that I work with end up, their parents find out years later that these things have been going on because they already knew mom and dad don't accept problems. They don't accept issues that that are hard to deal with. Now, this is this is certainly, um, I mean, I'm just thinking as a as a parent myself, my kids are young, but I'm thinking... This is not an easy broadcast for parents to hear because some of what you're saying sounds like what has to happen in this encounter or in this journey with the parents who have a child who's declared themselves gay is you're saying parents have to look in the mirror. And and that may be offensive to some parents because they're saying, I love my child. I, I, I would... I would never wish this on my child, and I, I can't believe that there could have been anything that I could have done that that could have uh, you know aided in them coming to this conclusion about themselves. And so what do you say to that parent who might be offended at the idea that they need to look in the mirror just to at least evaluate where they are? Well, I sensitively would want to address, I, I don't mean to put blame on parents, but... For the last however many years, their children have been in the primary care of those of them. And so, yes, there's worldly influences. Yes, there are things that happen outside of their home that they have no control over. But I do believe at some point it's important for parents to look at how is our family? What do we believe? And how do we believe our kids, how, how do we believe our kids' behavior affect how we love them? If they're perfect kids, do we love them more? If they're less than perfect, do we love them less? 
If they come in with A's, are we completely thrilled? If they come in with C's, do we say, oh, wow, you know, sorry about that. You know, you're not quite living up to what we would have for you. I just think at some point we have to look at how love was given and how love was received in our family, regardless of who we are and what our kids come home with. So we need to be willing as parents to, you know, obviously we're talking about if a child comes and says they're gay. That's a that's a huge uh, snag for most parents in terms of, of what their expectations are with their children. But this could be in a lot of different other areas, like you're mentioning with grades or whatever. What you're saying, I guess, is to take these moments, no matter how big or small, so to speak, that they might be, as opportunities for self-improvement as a parent. To sure. Be, to be able to look at these opportunities, not in a way to say, what did I do wrong so that I can feel a bunch of shame and blame myself and hang my head low for being a lousy parent? <laughs> Most definitely. But to, I, but to say, you know, I need to look in the mirror because I want to improve as a parent and be a better parent. And And if there is something that I have done that in some small way might have contributed to this belief in my child, I I want to go to the ends of the earth to change it. Sure. And to to become better in that area. Right. And I think if you look at, and, and I can speak specifically to homosexuality, if you look at homosexuality, you generally have somewhere along the line, whether we knew it or not, whether we meant to or not, none of that's at, at question here because most of the time no parent thinks, oh, wow, I'm going to mess my kid up today. Mm-hmm. That's just absolutely not. We do the best we can to do whatever we can to help them. That's what we do. But Usually what you find in homosexual sin is you find that they're, especially if it's a male child, he's probably not had the greatest relationship with dad, and he has an overly connected relationship with mom. For females who struggle with same-sex attraction, you find just the opposite. There's usually a great relationship with dad and a strained, uh, not-so-great relationship with mom. And that's not in every case, but I'm going to say that's in a lot of the typical cases. And so oftentimes the parents begin to have to at least look at what do we do to prepare our home for our child's return, so to speak. You know, it's kind of like the prodigal. What do we do to prepare our home for when our son does come out of this fully or our daughter comes out of this fully to where they feel completely loved and accepted and then we see what we did to kind of participate in that? Would you say that a major component of that is... Because one of the things you said is when a parent typically finds out about their child's declaration of, of being gay, their first inclination is to respond in a way to change that behavior. Uh, I mean, that's basically what you said, right? I mean, sure. they, they immediately start saying, this is wrong, this is why you need to change and all that. Would you say then that possibly a better response or a better course of action would be instead to think of as a parent— how can I connect with my child's heart based on their true identity? Sure. To How say, can I love this kid no matter what? And, and, and almost like, I mean, I like what you said about kind of preparing the home for that prodigal return. Because, you know, I want to always deal with my children in the way that God sees them. My child may come to me and say, I'm gay. I will not look through that grid to see my child. I will look through God's grid that says, 
No, you were created to bear God's image, and therefore he created you as a man or as a woman, distinct, not to be joined with the same gender, same sex. And so isn't part of that love relationship trying to connect with the heart of your child, but through that grid of their true identity? Or does that just mess everything up and become another ground for battle with the child? Or is there a way to do that in a real loving genuine way. Oh, I think it's exactly what you said. I think we are to look at our kids as God sees them, no matter how they say they are. And as long as we keep portraying to them the love that, the unconditional love that even God has for us, then we will begin to show them that, hey, you know what? There's something weird here. Mom and dad aren't mad at me. They tell me that this isn't God's best for me. But they don't seem to be angry at me. Mm -hmm. They still love me. Wow, that's something new. Um, I think it's amazing if you begin to show your children the love that God has, which is unconditional, because we sin all the time. And we make choices that aren't us. And we also have to remember that God has a plan for our children that we may not have. I had to learn that as well, because Mm -hmm. sometimes God has a plan for our children. I may want my children to have the 2.3 kids and the the husband or the wife, and he may have different plans. I would never say that he has the plan for them to be in the homosexual lifestyle, but I don't know what plan he has for them, but I do know that he wants me to continue to love them as he loves me unconditionally and show them the love of Christ. Mm We are glad you joined us today, and we hope that God had a special word just for you. Remember that Healing Hidden Wounds and Shadow of His Wings Ministry are listener-supported, and all services are provided on a donation basis. If you heard something today that was especially important to you, we hope you will consider donating a gift. Please visit www.healinghiddenwounds.com to donate today. Now let it rain in my life and my heart Your love has done its part Now let it 